0: Hi everyone, this is Tommy Hsieh from OCBC Global Treasury Research Team. Welcome to OCBC Insights. I have just cancelled my March school holiday trip to Thailand due to the development of COVID-19 outbreak globally. Most of our travel plans in the next few months are likely to be disrupted by COVID-19. From today, we want to update you the latest trends of COVID-19 globally via our weekly COVID-19 podcast. Since early February, the Treasury research team has launched a comprehensive daily COVID-19 monitor. We started from China first, then to global monitor as the situation evolved. If you want to find out more details about our daily monitor, please contact your respective OCBC sales representative for more details. In today's podcast, I will focus on three areas, including bad news, good news, and what I will pay attention to going forward. Before I talk about bad news, let me share with you some key statistics. As of 15 of March, Sunday, total confirmed cases outside China have reached more than 88,000, surpassing confirmed cases in China for the first time. Since beginning of March, confirmed cases outside China has jumped by more than 12 times within just 15 days. Meanwhile, desktop outside China also surpassed that in China for the first time. Bad news. We had too much bad news over the past one to two weeks. Frankly speaking, we don't even need to see numbers. When the household brand Apple decides to temporarily close all the stores outside Greater China, we have already known how bad the situation is in the world. My biggest concern right now is how the world can coordinate together to fight the virus. When more than 100 countries have already reported confirmed cases, global cooperation is extremely important. Unfortunately, not all the countries are on the same page. While the WHO has encouraged countries to try containment measures, some countries have already looked beyond containment to mitigation or delay. The Stockholm region of Sweden said the testing will be only restricted to the sick and elderly group, while UK's thinking about the concept of herd immunity shocked the world. We don't know which country's strategy is right or wrong at the current stage, but some of them will make mistakes. Mistakes by one country are going to spill over into outcomes for another. This may also prolong the disruption to global travel. Let's talk about some good news. It seems that the virus has kind of burned out in the epicenter Hubei provinces in China. The newly confirmed cases in Wuhan has dropped to single digit for four days, and the no new confirmed cases in Hubei outside Wuhan for 10 days. In China outside Hubei, there are only two local transmitted cases so far in the past eight days. The WHO said that COVID-19 is the first pandemic that is able to be controlled. In addition, the outlook in South Korea also shows signs of slowdown. South Korea may offer a different model to those countries which are not able to shut down the whole country in the similar scale as China did. So what to watch out for going forward? If we believe this virus will coexist with us for a foreseeable future, a vaccine or effective treatment will be the most important things to watch out for. I'm not a medical expert, but we do see some positive developments here. For example, China's President Xi Jinping built a lab in Beijing on the 2nd of March and published an article yesterday calling for speeding up the vaccine research. Meanwhile, a lab in Germany is also doing a research on vaccine right now. Before the ready of vaccine, I will focus on three sets of data as leading indicator. First, the number of severe or critical cases in China. China has managed to bring down the the total number from the peak of almost 12,000 to below 4,000. The change of number of severe cases can be used as a gauge to show how effective the treatment could be. Second, the development in the US is also important, as the largest economy in the world and the late karma to this crisis. It is important. Third, the situation in Germany. Germany has one of the best technologies in the world. (laughs) The artificial lung used to save patients in critical situations are mostly manufactured in Germany. Although total confirmed cases in Germany has exceeded 5,800, Germany has one of the lowest fatality rate, which is less than 0.2%. If Germany is able to put everything under control, it may help calm down the panic in the Europe. <clears throat> I will stop here today, I will update you next week. See you next week. Stay healthy and stay safe. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.